Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? It's amazing what a week can do. I don't know if you remember, but I was not a fan of fantasy football last week. I don't remember. I'm honestly not sure if you're it's shtick or because you just forget things like two seconds after the show ends. A couple days. Does it really last a couple of days? Most of it. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the show yet? Once. Did you now? Yep. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. But this is about me right now. So could you ask how I was? How are you? So, well, I won, so I'm feeling better than I was. Oh, that's good. But I'm actually feeling like a tool now because I realized who I played, and that, uh, that was not my intention here. So anyways, but uh, you're doing okay. You won. I did win. Congratulations. Yeah. Eat that, Lucas. The Dolphins came to your, your place of business, and they took you apart. I told you it would happen. <laughs> That was both as ridiculous and entertaining. Thank you. For well, that's that. what happened last week. Uh, it was, I was like, I'm going to beat you with Dolphins players. It's going to make it worse. Remember? That was the yeah. That was the trash talk. But it was just your place of business. I mean, that was just a whole new entity. Yeah, it's place of business. We came there. Not that you're not nailing it on all four cylinders, but I'm going to all four cylinders. Um, but I'm going to go the other corners of the universe here real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, okay. Okay. So Cameron, one of our two co-hosts tonight. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing well. How's it going? I think we established I'm I'm feeling okay. Yeah. And I drank before the show. I can tell. That's cool. And so um, also, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. I just wanted to say we also have another special guest. We have one of the four people pod groups today. We got Derek. How you doing, Derek? Thank you, Alex. I'm I'm doing well. As I said before the show, I'm excited that I'm making my uh, second debut as a as a podcast guest here. That's and, great. Uh, That's well, I knew I knew I had a couple rough moments in our in our first go around, but I didn't know that Steve was going to destroy the the whole recording because of that. Yeah, oh, that's just, okay. <laughs> he just deleted it. He just said, "Screw this noise." Yeah. yeah, we do. We do want listeners to know that uh, usually we have someone new on. We let them have a little bit more of an introduction, but he was already on once before, so you can go listen to that podcast wherever it may be, although it is not on our station. So. Cam, how are you doing this week? Did you win this week? I did not win this week, but that's okay. I played That's good. pretty poorly. I had one guy do well, and that was it. So. That's cool. That's cool. Is that it? happens. I think my kicker was my third highest scorer again. So, anyway. Sorry, I had to send hate mail to Carly real quick. I'm back. No problem. I introduced Derek. We're dandy. Hey, Derek. Welcome aboard. <laughs> I already did that. Thank you. Yeah, we're done. Time's no, we're done. Steve. Okay. <laughs> Steve, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that uh, I helped make your weekend better. Um, <laughs> congrats! I am on sorry. The I really win. was not going for shtick there. I totally did not. My brain did not think to like slow down, moron. Like you played, you're in the room with the guy you beat. No, no. I mean, I listened to last week. I the the anger was palpable. So I'm I'm. If there's one person I want to lose to, since you're the one I know best in the league, you know, I I can live with that. You're good people, and I truly do think you're on the upswing, but we're going to get into that more when it's uh, your, your part of the show. So, Did you just say he's the best in the league? Did I? I don't know. Did no, I? I, wasn't did, no, I don't think I was, so. I'm not listening. I'm actually – um, I'm Who looking I know at, best in the league. Gotcha. I'm yeah, looking at suits. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at suits for possible okay. future drafts. I think there's a formal name for them. I know a guy who wore one of these to a wedding where they're like a suit top but like – Suit shorts. A yeah, but do, do they? Uh, that could be it. A dude suit. I mean, I mean, this is the wedding I went to where they made bathroom beer. 
Nice. Real no. bathroom beer? I was don't know what a, real bathroom beer is, but it's basically homebrewed beer made in somebody's this bathroom. A, yeah, that, a, that's, a, real bath, that's real bathroom was this beer. A, was this a prison wedding? <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> but no, this was actually up north at Mackinac. Like, oh, this you know, was the person. Like wine. Would I, like, it's their hometown, yeah. Wasn't this the wedding of the girl I walked with in your wedding? Yes. Okay. And her gotcha. ex-husband was the one who was wearing this outfit. I'm, He's I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I have mad respect for her. I don't remember what her name was. But um, she helped me walk down those huge flight of stairs at your wedding. So I'm quite larger than her. So she, she had some work that she put in that day. Thank you very much, Shoshana. Shoshana. Yep. All right. Guys, are you ready? The game sweep in the nation. One for Ten one. For t- not one for one. Oh. No, ten for ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's... You are America's sweetheart, but this is America's game. Oh, yeah. Mine's the world's game. You stop it. No, that's okay. You stop. Let's, yeah, let's go. I can't wait for one for one. <laughs> we have to get through ten first. <laughs> Actually, isn't it more like five or six and then you interrupt? It's more like 15. It's brilliant. There's a lot of two-parters. Cam. Yeah. feel like you let one slip away this last week. Well, everyone decided to not play except for Josh Jacobs. So, (laughs) that's okay. I'm bound to lose a couple. Say the last part? I said I'm bound to lose a couple. I'm okay with it. Yeah, truly, I'm not trying to kick a dead horse, but this was, a, in theory, a matchup you were probably feeling pretty good about. You had the division lead going into this with four games to go. It really felt like you could have put some distance between you and Bobby. Yeah, it's true, but um, I think we're going to come down to the wire. I really think, unless something horrible happens to my team these next two weeks, I think going into the last game of the year, I think it's gonna that's going to decide the division. Because you've got the tiebreaker, right? Because you've won already. So if you win the last week, you'll win if you yeah. have the same record. Yep. yep. Okay. And I've got my full team back now. I mean, I still had some people on by this week. Um, so, I mean, I had to play Christian Kirk instead of Tyreek Hill. That didn't help. So. Seriously, you worried about James Conner? Two bad weeks. Well, he I immediately I woke up this morning and took him out of my lineup so okay (laughs) yes i am the hate move yeah been there so okay so sorry i haven't looked at your lineup who's who is uh the starting so jacobs and who do you have in that flex spot um cream hunt right now but i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep my eye on gibson gibson's quietly been doing very well that's a perfect way to put that so um i was I say quietly because the dude didn't have many yards against the Lions this week, but he did have two touchdowns and still had a 20-point game. So um, that seems to be par for the course over the last four weeks. He just hasn't been doing enough to to get over some of the other established backs I had in my, le- in my lineup, except for James Conner, who, God, I have a love-hate relationship with that man. Been there. Stats aside... Eyeball test. How does Antonio? How did he get? How did Gibson look? Again, he didn't have. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, because I'm assuming you watched the game. I didn't watch all of it, but he didn't. I think he only had like 40 yards rushing. 
I actually didn't get to watch a lot of TV because I didn't have power this weekend. Oh, the weather. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he – I mean, I can look it up. Um, I think he only had like 40 yards rushing and had like four catches or something like that for 12 yards or something like that. But, again, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. So um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how – with Alex Smith now as the starter, how that's going to affect his time? Um, Absolutely. You're pretty close I mean, he threw there. Fifty-five 40, times. Oh, go ahead, Derek. Sorry, I was just going to confirm. Uh, Forty-five yards on the ground, and the twenty receiving yards. Twenty. Okay, so I was, yeah, I was in that ballpark. So. You're right, though. Just quietly, kind of putting up some numbers, mm-hmm. and. It's nice though to have him as a number four running back. That's pretty impressive. Well, he may be my he may be my number three at this point. James Conner is not doing anything. Sorry, last one here. Do you think that Hunt Chubb combination is sustainable, where they can both continue to have fantastic numbers week in and week out? Oh, Chubb. Yeah, Chubb Hunt can. Okay. <laughs> if you're, I mean, they're going to be hunting for that Chubb. Um. <laughs> So I, I think it's very possible. It's just gonna. There, it, I what I think is gonna hurt Kareem Hunt is he's gonna get the yardage, but he's not gonna get the touchdowns. They're gonna give those to Chubb. I think the running ones, yeah, but I think he can run. He'll catch a few, but I think they both the uh, the games they played the last year and a half, they both had decent numbers. I think they both been they're both top twenty last year while they played together, and they both have been good this year. Is there, really, is there another precedent for that? Two gray running backs in the same backfield? Dominant fans. There was, I'm trying to think. Only for a year at a time. There was an Ingram-Kamara year where they both did it. Oh, and yeah. Priest Holmes yeah. and Larry Johnson, I think, had a year where they did it. But it's yeah, never yeah. been sustained like this. Nice. nice. If, there's one saving, if there's one saving grace that I know is that Nick Chubb can't seem to put two games together in a row, so he'll probably get hurt like on the fourth play of the game this week. So it's not a good matchup. So I would say that to you about Hunt as well, not about the hurt part, but you might want to think about putting one of your guys in too over him. I, right now, I'm going based on projections. Yeah, and Hunt is projected to score the second most points in my team right now. At least okay. he was this morning. Now I got to roll with it then. All right. Two, I'm, um, I'm going to open this up to the room. So going into last week, Matt was the te- was the tenth ranked team in my rankings and went out and had the highest scoring game of the week. Finally, yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> He's still alive, huh? I mean. That record could run the table, maybe have a shot. He, One of the he, things to know about Matt is he's very invested in the Steelers organization. He lived there for about 10 years. So if uh, the Steelers have a good game, assume Matt had a good week. <laughs> Unless it's James Conner. Yeah. Well, it was a good week. Yeah. Like he had two receivers and Big Ben and they all blew it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for James Conner. I'm not going to lie. I, after listening to your podcast episode last week, I did try to float a trade to Matt for Delvin Cook just yeah. to see. I mean, I did not ever think he was going to go for it, but I did put James Conner in there. It was like, if anything's going to get this over the hump, it's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. And he did not go for it. 
man's a brick wall when it comes to Dalvin. And Dalvin's his keeper, though, so, right? Yeah. 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 I think I offered him, like, three players for Delvin Cook. <laughs> Off the top of your head, anyone here, if you're Matt, you lose this week, you are three in it, you're probably done. Would you start, Would you heavily shop Dalvin Cook? And what's something, what's a realistic target you would aim for? You think I you think, could pull off? I think of the four of us, yeah, I think all of us would because we'd realize we were out. I don't know what Matt's psyche is over, over that. Um you you got to pull a keeper for Delvin Cook. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who he would target. I don't know what his draft strategy would be. Um, if he'd try to go another running back or something like that, maybe um, go try and go to Carly and say, I'll do a Kamara for Cook straight up. I mean, that would, keep, yeah. that, would, that would give her, you know, still a really good running back. Um and he would get his keeper. So it's not a bad one. And it's something that you got to think about trade deadlines Tuesday. Yep. Week from today. And one thing I want to say about Matt's team, and we'll probably talk about this later, but Derek, we, um, I refer to this as the Bobby curse. There was a year. What year was it? Steve, where Bobby scored like the third most highest points in the league, but was like, but had the worst record in the league. 2011, I believe. Yeah, it was horrible, and that just seems to be Matt's team this year. Is he's yeah. he scores a ton of points, he just runs into bad matchups unless it's against me. I don't want to play him. I've got him this week, and I don't feel like I've got the I've got a bottom tier team. Yeah. All right. So it's going to get interesting over the next three weeks. I want to be clear. I'm talking about. I'm going to reference last week's rankings. But every week, uh, these last three weeks of the regular season, two of the top three teams are playing each other. We've got Carly and Bobby this week. Next week, Cam, you have to take a shot at Carly. And then last week, we've got Bobby and Cam going at it. Mm-hmm. Those are some big matchups coming soon. we got a lot to look forward to. Sadly, I don't think a lot of us care because we're too busy on our own little matchups. Because I think if they just beat each other up, it doesn't much matter. They're still going to make the playoffs. Alex, you know, what accent was that? I don't know. I just say stuff. It's like a yeah. It's like a weird yeah. New York slur. New um, York. Those that's why I too. say. That's why I say that it's going to come down to the final week between me and Bobby. We basically have the same schedule, just different weeks. He's got Carly. Yeah, I, then I've got Carly. Then he's got. Um, then we've got each other. Someone with the computer up can fact check me, but I think Carly's already won the division literally three weeks to go. So I think she's dialed in at one or two. But I do think it's, uh, yeah, you and Bobby, you kind of, if one of you goes 0 and 2 on those two matchups, that's going to move you far down the board. And that is correct with Carly. She is four games ahead with, with three games left. Yeah, she's wrapped Derek up. doesn't. Really, this isn't sarcasm. That's got to hurt. That could have been your spot. <laughs> I mean, I got to think of the same thing with Mara and then grabbing Hopkins. Yeah, that was that's going to go down for me as the all-time worst uh, coin flip uh, <laughs> ever. That was rough. I don't remember who called what, but uh, yeah, I wish we could we could relive that moment. Um, yeah, what what could have been? But 
you yeah. gotta just deal with the reality that you're in here. I kind of like what Alex was saying. You know, I kind I kind of have my own problems uh, uh, these <laughs> few weeks, but I will be keeping an eye on the, on how the heavyweights are doing against each other too. It's gonna be fun to see these next three weeks. It'll be uh, we haven't had a lot of top shelf matchups, and but we've got. Uh, you three are a tier above the rest of us right now. So to see kind of one of those matchups every week, it's going to be interesting. You forgot yeah. to name. You forgot to name the top matchup this week. And that is me <laughs> against Alex. Oh, yeah, Matt. No, me against Alex. That's oh, going to be a slugfest where I will inevitably win. <laughs> no, Cam, this is the week. <laughs> this I, is the, the week. The this week the you get your third win over overall against me. <laughs> Derek is where I did this because he and I have talked about this, but before you were in the league, you knew Derek. I would talk to you. I would run all the stats for the league's history. Yes. Um, at one point, I ran everybody's record against everybody else through the years, and at that point, I think I Alex was like two and nineteen against Cam, and it's <laughs> not gotten a lot better since then. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't. He still hasn't won. You so may have won due. one. Do for a breakthrough. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The stars align. Ooh. What? Hey, when we talk about yep. the 10 the ten seed, I wanted to check with you because uh, uh, fantasy basketball is always a curiosity to me, Derek. Like mm-hmm. in fantasy football, I think we're all surprised the Matt won last week, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that a 10 seed can win every week. And basketball is the 10 seed typically pretty terrible and they're not going to beat a good team on a good week or they're not going to have a high score or it can be as variable. Uh, it still can be. There might be, there might be a little more disparity in that, I, I would say. Um, but, uh, it's the whole any given week, like, you know, you, you have, you look at all the logic and fantasy does have a way of seeming to just defy the logic, whether it's basketball or football, but probably overall a little, a little more disparity, I would say. Okay. That's a really good point because, um, you know, we do the rank, what's everybody's record is throughout the year, and I won't get it, give it away right now, but nobody's at 60%. N- nobody's guessing even 60% of these games correctly. It's so, it's such a wild card. Yeah. All right, four. Michael Thomas has played three games this year, and again, the game he got injured, he still played. That ha- happened like almost at the end of the game. So three full games, basically, averaging less than five points a game. I'd like to comment on that one. Please. Uh, I think I told you last in four leagues this year, which never <laughs> be in four leagues, but uh, two of them are really not going too well. Actually, <laughs> well, four and six, I guess you should say three of them are not going well. But I'm two and eight in the other leagues, uh, and and Michael Thomas, I'm I'm putting a fair amount of blame on him for the fact that I'm I'm two and eight in those leagues. So, well, one league I did I had. Ezekiel and Michael Thomas. So that was a bad combo. That was the auction league where I put a lot of money, invested a lot of money in both of them. So uh, previous years, he's been terrific. I've had him, but uh, obviously the injury woes. And I expected him to be kind of hot out of the gate coming back. But obviously that has not been the case. But maybe uh, him and Jameis could be a, a good combo somehow. I don't know. But I'm already I'm already mathematically eliminated in the legs in the leagues I have Michael Thomas so at this point whatever. <laughs> That's when you go big or go home and drive. Just pick up like the craziest people off free agency and pray. And just that way, if you do win a game with like Jameis Winston, yeah. you know, you can brag about it. 
<laughs> just try, just pick up every Lions player that isn't on another team and start all of them. See if you can win. Nice, nice. I believe in you. Rest of seasons, he a top fifteen wide receiver. No. 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 I I want somebody to remember this conversation. I think he is. There's just too much talent. I don't get it. I don't know what's going wrong here, but I also think Jameis is not afraid to throw the football, even if somebody's covered. So or just directly to the other team. So, <laughs> yeah, but the way our league works, you know, when Jameis throws a pick six, I'm like, sweet, he's going to be back out in the field. He'll have those two points back in like three plays. <laughs> that is That's a good point. But I no. think it's it's intriguing to it's an intriguing thing to look at. I'm it's probably more I just don't want to see Michael Thomas play well after since I'm blaming him for the state of where I am in those two leagues. So um probably if I had to put money on it, I actually probably would more swing in your direction. That's a good point. That'd be like if you were dating a girl who stole all your money and slept with your brother, then she goes on to Congress after she's broken you. I mean that seems like the perfect analogy, right? <laughs> Yes, no holes in that analogy. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Five. The Hail Mary on Sunday from Carly's quarterback to Carly's wide receiver. Is that a perfect summary of Carly's season? Blessed beyond words. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Incredibly lucky. Yes. Yes. And just the part of the podcast where we remind everybody that the Texans sent DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for a second round pick. Yeah, that was a unbelievable. Yeah, we just wanted out of there. Can't forget. You can't forget David Johnson. Yes, the formal trade was Hopkins and a four for David Johnson and a two. Yep. So that levels it out. It does. But he did lose his job as a result of that in a few other botched trades uh, as well, if I yeah. recall. They're, cool. they're, what, three and seven, and they don't have first-round draft picks this year or next year? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think we all did the math, and I'm not, I, I don't think Jay wins the game, even if that Hail Mary doesn't happen, but it's like a two- or three-point game. I mean, but he had been winning that whole game, and the projections were looking good for him. That's... As somebody who saw Jay's text messages after that happened, that was that was heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking. Kind of funny, heartbreaking though. indeed. Kind of funny though. <laughs> if it ain't you, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I gotta say that catch by Hopkins, uh, like you see that happen, you know, every year, every couple of years. But that was one of the best actual catches in terms of having three guys right there. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you get you get the the right balance. It bounces off a couple guys and falls into someone's hand. But for him to just get up there and grab it, I mean, obviously he's yeah. an otherworldly talent. But uh, that's one of the yeah. best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was surprised with, and I don't think the Lions are the only team that did this, but I always remember when there was Hail Marys, the Lions would put Calvin Johnson back there just to go grab the dang ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe the Bills don't have a guy like that, but I figured you'd put a receiver up there because all he's got to do is try to catch the ball. Well, I can tell you there aren't many six foot eight. Yeah, they, they did that because of his physique and his jumping skill, not because because like you don't want to just put any wide receiver out just because they're catching the ball. Calvin oh, Beasley could, wasn't going to be out there. Calvin could just stand <laughs> in front of a guy and they're not catching it like automatically. That's, 
Is he just a wall? He just puts his arms up and he's 12 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. And then he can jump four more feet. So, like, <laughs> fair call. Yeah. Okay, Megatron was a different beast. But still, That's like when, uh, when, when, the, when the Patriots put Gronkowski in uh, on that last play against the Dolphins where they had, like, yeah. the 80-yard run last year. That was not a good move. Uh, you remember <laughs> yeah. that one? That's a good call. <laughs> All right, so just credit to De- you're right, DeAndre Hopkins, just a just a great catch. All right, six. If Jay loses this week, is he done? He'll be four and seven, and he will not. He will lose tiebreakers to you, Cam, to me, to Lucas, Alex, and to Derek. Oh no. <laughs> I don't think there's a path back. That sounds like it does. No. Yeah. That sounds done to me. Um. Let's see. I'm just looking. I'm pulling it up on my phone here. Well, I mean, he's the eight seed right now. He's he's done. I don't think I'm he's sorry. done. He's got the same record as the six seed, so he can. He's got his own destiny. Yes, but he's done. Lot... He's done if he loses. Yes, he's done if he loses. He okay. because you just broke it down. Tiebreaker situation is basically null and void. I mean, there's nothing going on there. There's realistically a scenario where after this week there are seven teams left for six spots. So that'll be uh, yeah. that'll be an interesting how the league goes after that point. Didn't that happen last year? Gosh dang it! Or um, the year before? It was really close one year where. Yeah, because two years ago we went into the last week of the season, nine teams had a chance to make it, and last week was yeah. last week's the converse. That's right. Yeah, because uh, Gordy and Tim were both done, and I think one other team was done at that point too. Matt. <laughs> no, Matt made the playoffs last year. He was a Final Four team. Alex. That's likely. Alex, speaking of seven. Yes. Five and five. You're the five, five seed, my five. man. Coming back. I am. There's no part of me that has ever believed in your team. Thank you. I mean, you know, Saquon goes down in week three. Uh, one or two, yes. You have – your keeper was terrible. Thank you. I thought J. Allen was proof that you smoked weed during the draft. Thank you. And you're five and five. I am. You're the five seed. I am. It would be a brotherly matchup right now if the playoffs started. It would be. How are you feeling about your team? Oh, I'm just, I'm just feeling – just feeling gosh darn fantastic is how I'm feeling. Three wins in a row, breaking even, coming back. And you know what? They all said, Alex, everyone on your team is a piece of garbage. And I said, nope, they're just storing it up for a week. Eight and beyond. And that's what they did. So. Who's got to have the good week this week with Allen on by? Deshaun Watson, 100%. He's been kind of iffy a couple of times in the past. So I really need him to play well. However, Todd Gurley comes back. He was running back number five last week. So he's actually doing pretty solid for me, too. Gurley's like a better version of Antonio Gibson. He doesn't look good, but he gets in the end zone. Exactly. And it's not that Gibson doesn't look good, but the stat line has not looked good all the time. And that one dope time where he got me a touchdown when he shouldn't have. (laughs) 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 Oh, this is not 10 for 10, man, but if I would have lost, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Chubb stepped out at the one-yard line on Sunday. So if I would have lost by six points or less, that would have been soul-crushing to purposely kill Or he took a need so they could run clock. Yeah, that was the one time I ever thought fantasy football was on my side when Todd Gurley got the touchdown so that the, my team, the Lions, could win 
and he got me fantasy points for doing it. It was such a joy. But we've talked about that before. But yeah, the team's coming back. I'm never trading J. Dot Allen. I love him. He's my boy. It's a big week for the. You, and my though. kicker got like 14 points. Who's your kicker? Raiders kicker. Oh, Carlson. Yeah. Okay. Big week for you though. You win. You get to six and five. That gives you some breathing room. Versus you lose. You are potentially in a cluster of teams at five and six. Yeah, it's been a stressful couple weeks knowing that like one more loss could be it. But uh, I'm sorry, it was a stressful week. Do you even pay attention to fantasy football I six days a week? A couple of weeks. <laughs> you pay attention. Not this week. I didn't have power. How about last week? Yeah, I paid attention. Did you now? Yeah, until Monday. I don't watch the Monday games. Purposely avoid them. So by week, he just means Sunday. Gotcha. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Keeping track. I'm going to take it. Paying attention. Yeah, this week was rough because I think it hit like 130 and I was all bummed because the power was out. And I was like, oh, no, I hope my lineup's set. And it was because I did it uh, Friday. Like I said, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. Okay. Track. Well, Alex, I think that uh, the uh, if I can't win a title, uh, you're always one of my favorites this year for you. You've had some pretty terrible luck. Uh, thanks, man. Cam will take it away. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I don't have any doubt of. <laughs> Derek, I have yes. been talking about this all year. Number eight. This is the week. I think actually, I think the nose fully comes up on this thing next week when you get Moster back from by. But does it feel like it's time? Does it feel like the pieces have finally come together in my infamous puzzle? Uh, it, 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 it better it better i'm running out of time uh, i do i knew playing alex the week before that that was going to be a tough matchup not to uh, discount the the win for you alex but i did have a lot of guys on on by not that you wouldn't still beat me anyway um, so and then yes and then, and then playing you steve after you had you and uh, Mr. Brady had Brady had like the worst game of his 30 year career. Uh, so I kind of knew he would bounce back a uh, little exaggeration, 30 years, but not far off uh, for Brady. So I felt like it was bad timing to play you. And then, you know, I got Sanders back. Um, he didn't score a touchdown, but otherwise had a, had a good game. So looks good. Yeah, yeah. he did look good. And then, as you had mentioned, I have, you know, Antonio Brown as well as Chris Godwin, who, you know, Brown did okay, but neither one of them got in the end zone. So I'm, I would think that the, the Buccaneers would, they, they want to welcome in Antonio Brown by actually maybe looking for him in the end zone just to, <laughs> you know, he's kind of a fragile guy. You want to, you want to get him his touchdown to, to make him feel like he belongs. So to not get any touchdowns from them, I'm, I'm hoping for a little better performance and then, you know, Mixon coming back. So I, I think these next two weeks are winnable games for me. But I will – I don't know if I have to run the table because I do play Carly in the last week. And I know the tiebreakers can be head-to-head, but um, if I understand correctly, they can also come down to – if there's if you're tied with multiple teams, it could come down to final points. So that would – obviously be working against me too. So uh, I think I can can make a little run here, but uh, don't know if I do have to run the table. I don't think you need to run the table, but I think two out of three. We did. We talked last year only twice in our 11, in our, gosh dang, 15 years run has a five-win team made the playoffs. So six wins has got to, typically is the floor. Mm-hmm. I think we did talk about. I think we did talk about this on the podcast you joined us on before. But 
any particular feelings going in when it's my quarterback throwing to two of your receivers? Does that feel like that's a benefit? Because if my guy does well, your guys do well, or you prefer that would have been better to not have any uh, shared stake? Well, <laughs> this week I wanted – I feel like uh, every time this season, because as I told you, it's it's been rough in a few leagues – Anytime I don't hedge my bets, it feels like it always works against me. So, so in this one, I was looking at it like, okay, if I keep him brown, you know, I'll weigh the whole Brady performance. But I just felt like the way the season's going, that that was going to work against me if I didn't hedge my bets and have the shared stake. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe that can can at least help contribute to a, a closer matchup. Uh, not realizing I was going to lose by 53 points and get clobbered. So, <laughs> so you, you, if you don't look way. at the touchdowns, those are great lines. I think Godwin was like 80, 90 yards. Uh, Brown was like in the 60s. These were not bad games. They just didn't get in the – none of your guys got in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, I think Burrow threw a touchdown. That's the only one of your players that got any uh, got a touchdown last week. Yeah, and Burrow, I, I wasn't – I was a little worried about him going up against the Steelers' defense – yeah, uh, for obviously good reason. So, yeah, it's got to all come together uh, quickly here. I mean, I, I've I've gone in waves. I mean, I obviously had a rough start. I was 0-3, and then I think I won so three out of four, four out of five of my math will fail me here. But now back on a losing streak. So I think it's gonna it's gonna swing the other way, and uh, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I gotta gotta get get healthy. I, my my <laughs> At some point, I think I got numb with all the injuries I was having this year, and I kind of went from, like, not again to, like, a guy would get injured, and I was more like, what took so long? <laughs> That's uh, kind of how the season has been. But, you know, hope springs eternal. I've got – I'm still alive. And uh, Kelly and Matt, at least record-wise, actually, I don't – they don't feel like there are any cupcakes in the league, but uh, Kelly and Matt have had a little bit of bad luck this year, so it – it's an opportunity for you. All right. Yep. Number nine. One through ten, is Lucas in trouble? He's got Chris Carson can't get healthy. Clyde Edwards Alaire is in a timeshare. And Mike Davis is his other running back, who one has not looked good in the last few weeks. And if McCaffrey comes back, he's useless. That is his running back roster. That's horrible. Yeah. Ben I mean, there. It's, it's not good, but he's got Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll make the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm hearing that from you as, sorry, I'm thinking as I was looking at Derek, I'm thinking that was a grad school question right there. I'm hearing that as, so he can win any given week. And I would agree with that, but it feels like you're not thinking he can put a three week string together with that team. On paper. No, that doesn't mean it can't happen. I know that's kind of a non-answer, but I mean, I I I won my championship with Jordy Nelson. So, um, the Jordy Nelson was on that team. Yeah, he Jeez. in in the championship game he had like 49 points. I just thought that was past his prime at that point because you know all I remember is Deshaun friggin Jackson. Um, it was his last year with the Packers, I believe. Okay, <laughs> he gave you a but, last hurrah. Yes, he did. Um, but like. It, it, uh, but again, a lot is gonna like you said. If McCaffrey comes back, Mike Davis is done. I mean, uh, 
but that doesn't mean he can't get production out of the rest of the players. Carson comes back. If he stays on the field, he's a good back. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. I, I think if he's got one of those guys, he's got a chance to, to string some games together. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing. There's a difference between, like, I just don't think you win this championship without a top shot. So if Carson comes back and is that guy, fine. And maybe Mahomes is the great equalizer, which is real. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the first time I have not felt like this team is a contender. Ouch. How would you assess Clyde Edwards at, at this point? I mean, is he approaching the dis- disappointment this year category? Is he still so-so running back? What's... I feel like I haven't I, I don't know exactly I know it doesn't seem like he got to a good start but it's been kind of downhill from there I just for me I think it's you know stereotypical rookie running back tail end of the season they brought in Le'Veon Bell I mean it's just he's not a big dude so yeah um yeah. they're not gonna want to put a ton of wear and tear on him that's a really good point, especially this is the team that's going to make a run in the playoffs. This, right. is, this is probably a Super Bowl favorite. You don't. So a 50-50 time split with Le'Veon Bell is exactly what you're doing right now. Right. And when you get to the playoffs, maybe you take the reins off. But I agree. He feels like, to me, he feels like Jamal Charles light. And uh, for the record, Jamal Charles is just my hero because he carried me to my one championship. Hey, Mama. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're at. Um, ten. Alex, how's our adopted team? They were seven and two last I knew. One again. Eight and two. The decimation. You know what? Bye weeks are done. I don't have to start Danny Dimes no more. Eight and two. Awesome. What? Who else is in this league? Uh, it's my friend Lucas and just a lot of guys that his brother knows. Can I join this league? Take you down <laughs> yeah, a peg seriously. a little bit. Yeah. There's no money it. involved. No money involved. Not this time because they know I'd win it. Killing it. Are there children involved? No. <laughs> All adults. Even better. Guys, I'm actually, I'm overflowing with content here. Oh, sorry, eight and two. Have you won the division? Have you car lead it? No, because yeah. there's one guy that's next week if I win. And, and that guy, yeah, next week if I win, I will. Okay. Wow. So, congratulations, by the way. I'm sorry, I don't want to short. The other short. good team is in my division. So. I, I know how that feels. Yeah. Cam, I swear, to, I swear, you and I have been in the division with the best team like three years running. It's makes my heart sad. <laughs> and I've tried to parlay that into that. That's why I cre- I wanted that change where the divisions are split by by results in the playoffs and things like that. So one and two are split, like three and four are split, or however we do it. Did we ever? Did we vote that in? Is that how I it was we set did up? Did do team? that? Yeah, it's just. You and I are just too good, Steve. Yeah, well, and Carly Carly assumed Gordy's or Tim's role of 10th, and so, anyway. Um, sorry, I know you've got your one for one. I've actually got two bonus items, but we're just going to do one now. Alex and Derek are aware of this, Cam, so I'm going to put this to you. Mm-hmm. I have a trade offer on the table from Kelly that I am a, I, I was originally going to say yes to, but these two guys here, they've got me leaning no. I'm being offered Christian McCaffrey and Duke Johnson for Nick Chubb and James Robinson. What's the justification for leaning no? We don't know that McCaffrey's going to play again this year. 
Because if he's out the next two weeks and they go to three and nine, why play him? That's a good point. That's a very good point. That's it. Well, also the two guys you have are great now anyway, so why risk it? I don't know that I, what I keep talking about. I don't know that I can string three weeks in a row with these guys, but I can string three weeks in a row together with Zeke and CMC. I'm telling you, there's like six other teams that have way worse than what you have, and we're stringing it together. Okay. Running backs are hard this year. Alex, you and Derek have really. I was. If we if we didn't have sixteen thousand running backs on our rosters, it wouldn't be so bad. We only need one. It's just they keep getting hurt. So people keep picking up new ones. Yeah. I will say, Steve, before you take my advice, my collective record this year in fantasy football is 15 and 25. If you were in baseball, you'd be a Hall of Famer. Yes, I would be. <laughs> Only in baseball. <laughs> Only in baseball. <laughs> or uh, just go back to your language. Um, who was the center for the Pistons? Ben, oh, or oh, Ben Wallace. Wallace's free throw per- percentage made the same. Ben uh, Wallace is a Hall of should be a Hall of Famer. Ben Wallace. Yeah, is and he can shoot a free throw to save his life. Both things are true. Neither could Shaq. <laughs> That's true. Was Walt, was, uh, wasn't Drummond the all-time worst free throw percentage though? Was oh, was he and the other guy were going at it. Who uh, who's the other? DeAndre the, Jordan. Yes. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Who actually improved? Uh, and yeah, Drummond right. actually started to improve. Believe it or not. So back to that trade. I mean. I, that's a very good point, and I guess I would kind of lean no as well, um, because you're really mortgaging your possible future for someone who may not play, just so you could have a keeper next year. Off the top of your head, is James, is James Robinson keeper worthy next year? Just quick answer. No. Nah. Derek? Uh, I quick answer. I, I actually was was leaning toward yes. I heard two no's. I started influencing me, but um, don't don't fall for peer pressure, Derek. I won't. I'm gonna say yes. Based go, on your based on who you have on your roster right now, if you were to add him, no. Based off of Derek's change to yes, I'm also gonna change to yes <laughs> because he didn't fall for peer pressure. <laughs> well, James Robinson isn't on my roster. If I make this trade, it's definitely CMC. God, that would if I got the first pick in the draft next year, that'd be lethal. That would be. Uh, all right, so Cam, it sounds like that there's varying degrees of commitment here, but it sounds like the universal answer is no. The three pack I, of Chubb, Robinson, yeah. and Zeke is uh can get me there. Yep. I I think also Zeke could still be a good keeper because when Dak Prescott comes back, he's still right. going to be great. It's just that team fell apart. That's true, and I think I think they will be better with Dalton's got some seasoning under his belt than they were under Ben DiNucci and whoever else that was playing last week. Plus, you've got Young Waku or Young Hoku. Oh, you're gonna keep Young Waku. Yeah, actually, brought this up on the podcast last week. I may I'm in the Falcons kickers are the bee's knees. They are once you once you like them, you always do. Yeah. Matt Bryant would have a bad week. He had a bad year, and I was like, I still love you. Matt Young who Young Way Koo could pull a Michael Crabtree in the championship game. I still love that man. Yeah. But okay. all right. I'm sorry. So that was my. Uh, I've got another bit we're gonna save it. But uh, I'm wondering if maybe Alex, you have something for the room right now. I do, everybody. It's time for that game. The the well the the thing that's sweeping the world. Alex Turner's one for one. You normally share with us a customer review. 
Yeah, I sent out a couple of customer reviews, but a lot of the emails came back saying they were blocked. So we'll get back with that next week. I called AOL. They said they'll get back to me. Anywho's. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. So this past weekend, I did not have power, Steve. But you know what's great? You still have a cell phone. So basically, all I did for an entire day was just sit and explore the Internet. Ooh. I know, and I find a lot of fun facts when I go on the internet because I just get lost in internet holes and I think about random things and I go off on tangents on the internet and find new things. So I just wrote down some fun internet facts and I wanted you to I wanted you to guess if they're true or not. Ooh. All three of you. You guys ready? Score? Who if yeah. you have your handicap in the race, who's gonna win? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cam. Alright. I'm gonna say Cam. Yeah, I can see that. So these are true or false things, okay? True false okay. things. About stories or fun facts, all right? So we all know about my Matt predict uh, per, uh, Matt Patricia prediction of the year, right? I don't think Derek can knows you recall Matt, it. Matt Patricia I do. A hot dog on the sideline. Yep. Yes, that's my prediction. Fun fact: Matt Sanchez got in a lot of flack because he ate a hot dog on the sidelines. True or false? Who's Matt Sanchez? Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Butt fumble. Butt fumble. Yes, true. I actually, I'm confident in this. I'm gonna say true. What are you gonna say? Yeah. I'm pretty sure um, I know the answer is true. I'm gonna say true as well. You guys are all correct. Yeah. You did eat a hot dog. I literally I googled hot dog NFL because I was curious if anyone did it, and they did. You googled hot dog NFL. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't, don't go too image far search down. That. <laughs> yeah, don't go too far down the list. But yeah, also fun fact: after apologizing for it a couple of years later, he ate chicken fingers. So. <laughs> On the sidelines? <laughs> on the sidelines. Oh, I would have true false as next. I would have believed. I would have thought that was false. This was on the Eagles, though. So, yeah. That makes um, sense. True or false? Wait, Mark Sanchez was an Eagle? Yeah. Sorry. Moving on. There's a reason he didn't stick around teams very long, I think. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah. And there's a reason why he had time to eat a basket of chicken <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> you know that uh, application there that used to be pretty popular, the Candy Crush? A lot of the other people like it. It's a game. You make candy, put it together. You guys know what I'm talking about, Cam, Derek? Yep. Okay. There was a game show called Candy Crush where two people would just hook themselves up to harness and play Candy Crush on a giant screen, and it was hosted by Mario Lopez. True or false? I'm aware of Slater's career. I'm going false. It sounds yeah. oddly specific when you added Mario Lopez. I'm going to I'm an oddly it. specific person. I also told somebody yesterday I had a ripstick signed by Mario Lopez. It may just be one of my go-tos. <laughs> I'm going to say true, though. Okay. To me, it's uh, how confident am I uh, of Steve's, Steve's knowledge of, of Mario Lopez's career. Slater. Uh, I know stuff. Yeah, it's a Saved by the Bell, so I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go with Steve on this one. I'm gonna be peer pressured and and I'm gonna say no. Answer's true. Oh, Derek, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Speak- man, it scored a 1.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> well, was, maybe it wasn't available. So that was on fun. A, I couldn't find a, any clips because they wanted money, but I'm not gonna pay for that. No. On a hot note, Steve, did you see the trailer for the Saved by the Bell reboot? I want to hate it, but it looks kind of bad good. No, it's by the makers of 30 Rock. It's going to be good. That's awesome. 
So anyway, a couple of weeks ago, uh, your your buddy, our buddy, buddy Lucas brought me on to uh, GoBots. Oh, Lord. No. So I decided to read up on GoBots lore and get into the plot. Oh, no. I, I'm going to read you this. I want you to tell me if this is true or false with the GoBots lore. Okay. Okay. In the hit TV series, quotation marks, Challenge of the GoBots, the GoBots had to escape their planet Gobatron after a civil war between the renegades and the peaceful guardians destroyed their planet. True or false? I'm going to fact check one thing. This cannot be false because you were not the quotations hit show. That's not the deal breaker. That's not the deal breaker. No. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I was kidding. It was not a hit show. But yes, continue. That sounds right. I'm going to say true, though. I don't like the fact that three in a row are true. Okay. All right. I'm going to go true. Okay. Cam? I'm going to say... It's so much detail that something in there could be off. I'm going to say false. Mm-hmm. Okay. Derek? Uh, my gut was true on this one, so I will stick with that. True. Okay. It is true. Yes. Fun fact, because I didn't know how much of you guys knew about Transformers lore, but they just replaced every word with go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Gobatron. It was, it's Cybertron in Transformers, but in this, it's, it's Gobatron. That's the part I knew was true. It was the other? I couldn't remember if the Renegades was a real name or not. Yeah, and they just put oh, and then instead of instead of like the Decepticons, it's the Renegades. Yeah, and it was a it's, blast. It's, I read the whole Wikipedia. That's the exact plot of the Transformers, the movie, the cartoon movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing they didn't steal from the Transformers, they stole from Voltron. The fact that like five cars would get together could uh, would build together like a Voltron type thing. No, nope. they call it Voltron. I don't remember that. I bet Transformers they did. had that too. They did. Yeah, the Dinobots turned into a big Dinobot, and the the Constructicons turned into a big construction robot guy. Did that happen after Voltron came out, though? I have no idea. All right, we won't keep going down this road. All right, everyone's tied at two. How many did you got, just for the record? Seven. All right, two out of three. Mountain Dew had to change their name on bottles and cans to MTN Dew because of false advertising because the drink did not contain any actual dew from mountains. False. Okay. I'm going to say true. True. False. That is false. I mean, yeah, that is false. I'm in a hole. Who got it with me, Derek or Cam? When you said false? I did. Cam, Cam got it right. All right. Yep, yep. Fun fact. There you go. I just thought that, you know, I made that up, actually. That wasn't a really fun fact. The fun fact was that Mountain Dew was, used to be what they called moonshine. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called Mountain Dew. So I learned that. Nice. I know. At the end of the 2018 season, around 15 players from the Detroit Lions celebrated with pina coladas because they didn't have to see Matt Patricia until next year. I'm going last because I know the answer. What is it? I'm going to go last, though. What is it, Cam? Uh, oh, let Cam go. No, go ahead, Derek. I went first last time. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, re- I recall – I probably shouldn't explain my answer too much because it might – I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to say true as well. False. Mimosas. 
Steve nails it. You're uh, right. I changed from pina coladas to mimosas. They uh, changed mimosas to pina coladas. There you go. That was a fun fact. I read that too. I was being entertained by that one too. <laughs> we we all knew they wanted to avoid Patricia, but we missed the details of what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a. Oh. Uh, if you fold. I'm sorry. A, quick pause. Yeah. I'll get back to it later. Never mind. If you folded yeah. a piece of paper 42 times, it would be almost as tall as the Empire State Building. I did the math. This one took me a long time. I was just sitting on my couch, and I was like, no. Or maybe it is. <laughs> Steve. There's just, we're talking about a normal, like, 8 by 5 by 8.5 by 11. 0.1 millimeter thick. If you fold it 40, no, this defies logic at every level. I don't care. No. no. Okay. Derek. This reminds me of uh, the Saturday Night Live when Chevy Chase used to play Gerald Ford, and he'd say, I was told there would be no math. <laughs> but uh, I also don't think uh, it's not my area of expertise, but I, I have to say no. I don't think that that's possible. Okay. Cam. If, I, if I remember right, there was an episode of Mythbusters where they did something with folding paper. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I think if you do the if, if it's just straight up a math problem, I think the answer is true. I think it's actually it might be bigger. Might be bigger, so is it true or false? I'm going to say true. Okay. The answer is false because it can actually reach into space. Did what? the math. Yeah. Do 0.1 times 2 uh, 44 times. Yeah. Number's huge. No. Yeah. There's no way you can fold a piece of paper. It's, you can't fold a piece of paper 44 it's, times. That's it's the issue straight because it's un- too it's, thick and it wouldn't bend anymore. Yeah. But if you could, it would go into space. It's the math problem. It's not the actual physical piece of paper. Yeah, fascinating. There, there's a piece of this I don't have. Steve, I thought I didn't either. I went with a calculator, and my calculator made noise, and it got made so much noise, and Megan was like, you have to stop, please. Take the like, paper. Megan, I have to figure this out. Yeah. Take the actual paper out of the equation and actual do the math of the whatever the size, measurement of the paper is times 2 times 44. Okay. I, yeah. I believe you all have... Because you can't, Cam. You said you saw MythBusters that basically said this was true. You lost it on the semantics. Well, he, he, yeah, he, he was like, and MythBusters proved you can't fold it more than like what, like seven times. Seven times. That's yeah. Yeah. That's no one's been able to fold any piece of paper more than seven times. Even Tom yeah. Hanks. Mm-hmm. Even Tom <laughs> Hanks. That's confusing. Okay, last one. Bananas are can be classified as berries. I'm going to say true. I think for me to catch up, if I just if it's just about winning, I may need to go the opposite of what Steve says here. <laughs> I'll be glad to go first. Um, I already did. Oh, sorry, second. Um, <laughs> so while Steven's, while Steven's thinking, I do want you to know, so I did not watch any football, which is why I've had – a very much lack of a thing to say over this podcast, but this is what I did. So. <laughs> I'm glad you put the work in to get prepared for the for this episode. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. I appreciate I, everything you do for the show. It's the best thing of the world. <laughs> Alex, I, I will say too. I'll put that quote in. Can I quote that for next week? Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks. 
<laughs> while, uh, while Steve is still contemplating his answer, um, I really enjoyed the uh, the bit about renaming the fast food chains. I was actually playing along at home when I was listening to that. <laughs> I was surprised because a lot of people got the answers right, which proves me right that they should not be called the things that they're called. <laughs> Just saying. You got an answer, Steve? Man, or are you still doing paper math? No, no. I think I'm going to get it wrong, but I just I'm going to say that no, bananas are not cannot be technically classified as berries. Okay, Derek, I gotta go. Yes, they can be classified as berries. Son of a gun. Yeah, fun fact. Bananas Why? are berries. It's something to do with the mushiness inside and the seeds, because technically the things we aren't act aren't actually bananas, but because like they're slightly modified, so they don't have seeds. And the bananas we eat actually are a word that start with the letter C that can't actually reproduce, which is weird. Yeah. Fun fact. It's it's like something, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's like it starts with a C, and then the actual. Cicita? No, it's not sadly. But yeah, actual bananas have a lot more seeds in it, and they're berries, unlike raspberries, which are not berries. Steve, yes, it's chiquita. <laughs> it's chiquita. <laughs> well, that makes more sense then. Okay. Okay. You googling it? No, no. We're getting something set up for our last bit before the. Thank you for just believing in everything I say. I appreciate he's, that. He's still stuck on the paper. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's doing okay. the math. I'm not gonna lie. That's like that's weighing in my brain. Yeah. All right. Oh no. That's been Alex. Alex's one for one. So anyway, back to football. There are some football posts in there. Right. I had no idea about the Matt Patricia nor the hot dog thing. The, the, the hot dog thing made me really happy. I want you all to know that. Especially because it was the only one I knew. For sure. Guys, we're going to play a little game here before we get to the 10 for 10. Um, <coughs> we are going to review the first three rounds of the draft. So the keeper round and the first two rounds of the draft. And we are simply going to go by if we think the player selected was a good fit or not. So we're going to go pick by pick. Uh, you three are going to be the ones to determine if it's a good pick or not, and a majority will rule. Unless it is one of the players you picked, then you are disqualified from that pick, and then I will step in. So, in other words, Cam, when we talk about your picks at the turn, I will play the role of you, and we will vote if it was a good pick or not. Make sense, folks? Sure. Yeah, uh, uh, due, due to my personal trauma, do I have to comment on Carly's picks? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to trust that you will find your resiliency, Derek. Okay, just checking. <laughs> All right. Uh, first pick was the keeper round. First up, Lucas kept Devontae Adams. Yeah, that was the right move. Good move. Yeah. Good move, yeah. Okay. Uh, next, Jason kept Aaron Jones. Over who? Yeah, I don't remember who was on his roster at the time. I want to say that's pretty much all he had a choice of. Because if it is, I mean, yeah, that's an absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he could have kept him. Oh, no, no, no. I had no, I don't, no, he did. Yeah, he couldn't. He had Jared Allen last year. No, he kept Juju. He couldn't keep Juju this year. Oh, then he absolutely made the right decision. I remember texting Derek when I went on tilt when he kept uh, Juju two years ago. It would have been interesting. I, I think he made the right pick. It would have been interesting had he gone Rodgers, especially now with the debacle that was Lamar Jackson. That is a good point. Yeah. Right, so that's one, right. yes. You, sorry, you agreed, Derek? Yeah. Right okay. 
Alex, you're going to be out for this one. Uh, the choice to keep Mike Evans. You could have kept Miles Sanders, so I'm going to say no. Bad choice. I would agree. No, aside from being annoyed that Brady keeps targeting him in the end zone, um, I guess because of his height. But uh, yeah, I would say no on that. See, I'm going to look at it in terms of the day of the draft and where we're at. On paper, I think it was the right pick. Okay, you take a second? Hmm? You said you're going to take a second to look at it? No, I said I'm I'm looking at it in terms of how it was on the day of the draft, and I think that was the right pick to make. Okay, because so he was like the like number. Be... Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say he was like the number four or number five overall wide receiver or something like that, wasn't he? No, he wasn't that high. Rankings-wise. Rankings-wise. No, he was not. He was top 10. But. No, there was a cluster of six, and he there was like then a, a second group of six or seven kind of based on preference. Maybe I'm thinking of Godwin being a top five. I, say, I think yes. Godwin was ahead of him, yeah. I Either didn't way. have anyone good on my team last year. So. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, All I right. still think it was the right pick for Alex to make at that point. Okay, so you like it, but it still loses two to one. Uh, four, I kept Nick Chubb. That is just a crappy pick. I don't think there was a better pick to be had. I could have kept Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. I would have kept. I would have. I would have kept Chubb. Joe Mixon. Those are my options. Those were the guys I was in contention with. It just didn't work out. Steve, you could have kept Jesus Christ, and I would have said it was a bad pick. So that's true. So Derek, <laughs> you're going to be the tiebreaker here. Yeah, Chubb was a good pick. Um, what will be the easiest one I'm assuming for you guys Kelly kept oh actually I don't know Kelly kept Christian McCaffrey that was a good keep Uh, she could have kept she could have kept Josh Jacobs it doesn't matter if she didn't keep Christian McCaffrey everyone would have given her flag for that at the draft actually you know what let's uh, I want to I'm going to pause this here just because I think we should give this a little bit of time. So I want the three of you talking. I'm going to pull up last year's roster so we can just be a little more in tune with what uh, happened. So, Cam, you ordered yeah. a suit yet? No, but, oh, my gosh. i got to tell you some of the names for these suits, guys. Okay, name <laughs> There's one called Aloha Boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, come on. The suit for the... And none of these have pants. They're all shorts? They're all shorts and short sleeve suit jackets. Okay. There's Santa Boss. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's not Aloha Boy. It's Aloha Hero. Were these um, like... Are these from like... Uh, what's the... What's like... The Halloween costumes. They just make like fake names? They're from... It's called Apposuits.com. Okay. There's Juicy Jungle, which I'm kind of all about. <laughs> Fleming guy. Ooh. Cam, I want you to win now, almost just to see what you'd spend your winnings on. Well, well I can I'm tell you right now. Well, I haven't given you the best name for one of these oh. suits. Testival. <laughs> <laughs> with a V, not a C. Testival. <laughs> All right. Is it like a festival with dudes on a suit? It. Yeah, that's essentially it. Okay. Just a bunch <laughs> of dudes on a suit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I'm in. I'm. Not, I don't think I'm the correct um, demographic for these suits. Who is Cam? <laughs> um, people who are part of a different persuasion than I am. 
Fair enough. And um, Derek, uh, <laughs> I want to go back to Jason. He could have kept J. J. Allen. Who? I'm sorry. That's what I said. Jason could. Have, oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember that. I apologize to you. That is okay. Okay, Jason could have kept J. Allen, but real. I guess we have to think realistically. Was that an option? That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. And then we talked about Kelly. That's who I was kind of getting at. So I want to pull her team real quick. He says real quick as he goes at a snail's pace here. I blame my crappy laptop. That's okay. All right. Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, George Kittle, Chris Carson. No, it doesn't matter who was on her team. Christian McCaffrey was yeah, the yeah. number one player. Yep. And Josh Jacobs, yeah, there was no there would not be a single person that I could think of that I would keep over Christian McCaffrey at the beginning of this year. Yeah, everybody's lying if they said they would have done something else. And he, he could still help to pay dividends for her this year. So, all right, um, six. Matthew kept Dalvin Cook. That is also Solid correct. Pick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not to grease the flame here, but Carly then kept Chris Godwin. Sorry? Sorry. Worked out. No, Carly kept Alan Kamara. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I started thinking, that, wait, I won the coin toss after all? Was there some confusion <laughs> there? <laughs> all right, it's safe to say that, I'm sorry, I don't want to, it's your guys' vote. Carly kept Alvin Kamara. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to move on from that one. That, that hurts a soul right there. Goes Derek up next. I think he should have won the coin toss. Uh, next up is Bobby. Okay. Bobby kept Julio Jones. Uh, I think the only other thing you could have argued was Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I remember you and I, Steve, having a a, a couple long discussions about which way we thought he would go. Yeah. You were firmly in the Watson camp. I was more towards in the Julio camp for Bobby, just knowing how Bobby operates. Yeah. Um, so I think for him, it was the right move just because of how he and, – and obviously his team is outstanding this year. So I think he made the right call for him. Okay. So that's a yes for you. And Watson uh, was minus Hopkins. Uh, right. So, yeah, I would say Julio's the right call there. Okay. I would also say it's the right call. Derek, you had you are next. You had Chris Godwin, and I will weigh in and say we know that you had no other alternatives. Uh, he was a good choice, but it was him or Kenny Galladay, and yeah, Galladay. he's been the better of the two this year. Correct. Still uh, missed four games, but uh, still was it, <laughs> was it better of the two? Yeah, you you and Alex, just one year, you guys are both going to go like like twelve and one, and the world is going to be right again. <laughs> No, that's gonna happen, and the se- they're gonna start off like four and zero, oh, and then the season's gonna get canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Sounds about right. I know Ty- Tyreek was your keeper, right, Cam? Correct. All right. All right, Cam's options: Kirk Cousins, David Montgomery, Jarvis, Vance McDonald, James Conner, Stefan Diggs. How did you make the playoffs? Vance McDonald. Because I have that cam magic, I make the playoffs no matter what I do. Um, you could argue Stefan Diggs has had a better year, but I'm still I think Tyreek Hill was a good pick. Isn't Tyreek Hill the number two overall? 
Maybe I don't think so. Four. He's gonna He's have gone good. down because he had a he had a bye week this week. I will look that up while these two gentlemen weigh in. He's number four overall. Where's I Diggs? think that was a fantastic pick. Um, <clears throat> who has Diggs? I think Alex has Diggs. Judge, heck no, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby oh God, yeah, he smoked me when he had him. Yeah, Jared Allen threw to him all the time when I played him. Diggs is number three. So, okay, I think I think we've got to give him credit. You can't. That's we're splitting hairs at that point, and I still think I'd rather have Tyreek Hill. Yeah, upside. Yeah. Plus, at that point, Diggs wasn't traded yet. Oh, that's true. Congratulations. All right, so I give you. I vote it's a good pick, Derek. Alex, I think it's a great pick. All right. Well, I know uh, Vance McDonald hasn't hit his stride yet. But uh, well, no, no, yeah, no, good move. We're waiting on that. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> we'll be a believer. All right. Now we're going to get into the actual draft itself. Lucas has picked one in the draft and he goes with Patrick Mahomes. Correct. Yes. Yep. Wait, how far are we on with this? First three rounds, so we'll, we'll, okay. we'll go a little quicker pace now that we don't have to worry about who's on whose team. If we do that, we're going to have to go through the power jankings a lot quicker. We are. That's okay. the plan. Cool. Great pick. All right. Two. Derek ta- – or I'm sorry, not you, Derek. Uh, Jason takes Lamar Jackson. Still think it was a good pick. It's just didn't pan out at all. Yeah, I think that was the right pick at the time. I, everyone would have taken him. Yeah, that's why this is hard. Because I mean, like, are we just judging it based off of what what it is now for the picks? How it turned out? Yeah. Okay, then it went very poorly. Then I yeah, think if a guy tears his ACL like Saquon, you take that with a grain of salt. But I think I think to me, you have a history that you don't typically take running backs or quarterbacks this early in the draft, and Mahomes is the exception. So I guess we can all come to a conclusion here that they when they made the picks when they made them they were good. And I'm gonna finish my point real quick. The and I'll give the floor right back to you. Don't you worry. With the half point per completion is an equalizer in our league for the things that happen in other leagues. Like Matt Ryan was projected to outscore Lamar Jackson this year. So, no, I don't think it was a good pick, but I don't get to weigh in on it. So I'll stop talking now. Okay. well, I'm just I'm just saying, like, if it's if we're saying that. We all know that they made the right picks at the right time for the most part. We're just literally saying how they panned out. Then, no, I think it was a bad pick. I I think we're talking about kind of. What I it was actually what you had brought to the table. It doesn't have to be was it the best pick? Was it a good player who is performing well on a team? Okay, because Lamar Jackson is a good player. He's just not performing well okay. this year. So no. So no for you, Cam, Derek. I'm sorry, I hijacked that. Well, there there was talk about there that there had to be kind of a drop off with Lamar with the the season he had last year. So I think there was some some doubts raised about him. But overall, with with how talented of a player he is, I think I would still probably say that was the right pick. Okay. Cam, you going to make it a sweep? Yeah. Okay. The three, Alex takes Saquon. Uh, right pick went poorly, and he's got a good keeper for next year. I'm going to say it was a good pick. Agreed. Yeah. And he's really been coaching my uh, young guys <laughs> nice. on the sidelines. Uh, four, Steve takes Ezekiel Elliott. I think it was a good pick. Yeah, I think it was that's the right place to take him. That yeah. Prescott just got hurt. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, God, he did. 
Uh, five. Kelly takes Michael Thomas. No. I struggle with that. I'm going to say no. I'd say he was still the right, still the right pick. Yeah, I said we'd go quicker and we will, but I'm just curious. Cam, Alex, give me a choice. What's a different thing you're doing there? I, I'm always tempted to grab the number one wide receiver just because the number one wide receiver in the first round, but like, I don't know. Drew Brees was getting older and they were making moves, and I just, I don't know. I, it wouldn't be someone that I would draft right away. That he wasn't someone that was in my like first round like hope. He okay. just wasn't. I just would have gone quarterback. Okay. And maybe I can see the group think here is I know Derek and I listened to a lot more research in the preseason and at least Derek, I don't know about you, but what I heard is Michael Thomas was just a tier above even the second best wide receiver. So not that you guys are wrong, just kind of, we have different. Well, of reference. looks like Michael Thomas proved the haters, the lovers all wrong. Uh, fair call. That's six. why Cam and I don't listen to other podcasts because they're wrong. Uh, six, Matt takes Kenny Galladay. No, thank you. That was not the best. I said no. Okay. Uh, seven, Carly takes DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. That was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Eight, Bobby takes Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. I feel like he was a little under... Rated. I think people, again, thought maybe he couldn't sustain what he had the previous year, especially the second half of the season. Um, but he's he's still a, a force to be reckoned with, so I'd say yes. Yeah, he was one of those players that I had reservations about for the same reasons. Was the was the year before a fluke or what? But um, I think yeah, absolutely was the right call for Bobby to make. Nine. Derek takes Joe Mixon. I'm not as high on Mixon as everyone else is, so I'm sorry, Derek, but I say no. I don't think it was a bad pick, but who you, I would have taken Miles Sanders who you got in the next round or Josh Jacobs. But no, uh, I'm going to say yes. Not well to take him, but the mantra of he's a guy contributing once he's healthy. I can live with that. I usually avoid him pretty hardcore. Okay, so, so you're in the no camp? Yeah. Okay. All right, Cam, your first of two picks was Dak Prescott. Fantastic pick. You can't predict an injury. I'm going to say good pick. Great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. uh, next, you picked Josh Jacobs. Solid pick. Love it. Yes. Very solid, yes. He's been a little streaky, but he's your – He's yeah, good games have been fantastic. All right, um, Derek, next you took Miles Sanders. Uh, love it. think he'll be great for you. Yeah, I agree. Good pick up. Bobby took Russell Wilson. Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's just, I mean, especially based on what we know now, that's been amazing. Yeah. He's one of the many quarterbacks who has killed me this year. <laughs> yeah. He was when, and, and I'm sorry to, to bring this back down a little bit, but when we, when Steve and I would talk, and I, I had him going to Kelly in the first round. Um, so... I thought he should have been drafted a lot higher. He, he's very polarizing, so I can yeah, believe he's Especially just, yeah. in our league. Especially yeah. in our league. All right. Uh, 
Carly takes Kyler Murray. Oh. Good pick. That's one. A better pick than I expected he would be. I thought he'd be good. I didn't think he'd be as good as he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Oh, man. Matt takes Adam Thielen. Okay this year. It's been okay this year. It's been okay. Yeah. I think that's literally the word I would think of. Okay. Yeah. And I would say it's an okay pick. I would say that high. No, I think he could have maybe waited one more round. Okay. Yeah, I like that rationale. I'd say no too for him. Okay. Kelly takes Travis Kelsey. He's actually doing pretty okay, but I think she could have gotten something else. That, yeah, that's my thing. I mean, yes, he's the number one tight end, but he's still a tight end. We don't really need them. So and she didn't have a quarterback at this point, did she? No. Nope. Then yeah, no. That's a bad pick. Derek, you make it a clean sweep, or you have a different opinion? Um, I was a little back and forth, but I would make it. A, I wouldn't have picked him there. I would, I would go with the clean sweep. Steve takes DJ Moore. And traded uh, Edwards-Alaire, too. Well, in this moment, I'd rather have DJ Moore than Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but I don't think either has been awesome. Not the best. Yep. have to say no on that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, Alex, you take Kenyon Drake. No, I don't like it. Neither do I. But yeah. to Alex's credit, this is where the it starts to get mucky here. There we Agreed. go. There is not. I think the next pick that was a home run was like ten picks later. Later when Derek grabs DK Metcalf, but you know I don't think this was uh this was grand. All right, next Jason takes Amari Cooper. Mm. It's so hard to tell at that. I mean, again on paper. He should that should be a great pick, but again, Dak gets hurt. I think it's a good pick at that point. Okay. Yeah, that's a good that's good reasoning. I might be an A on this one. I might think he was a little bit of a reach at that point. Say nay. I think he's the rusty of wide receivers. I think he's very polarizing. And he's definitely streaky. So I can get I can get on board with you there. All right, last pick. Um Lucas takes Allen Robinson. Um, I remember Lucas saying he took Allen Robinson based on the fact that Nick Foles would would be the quarterback, and then Mitchell Trubis, Mitch Trubisky ended up being the quarterback. So um, I understand his logic, and I would I agree. I think it was a good pick at that point. Allen Robinson is that guy that just seems to play his best game against my team every year. So <laughs> I have a bias here. I'm going to say yes. It's a good pick. Alex, clean sweep? Uh, I'm going to say it was a good pick. Yeah. All right. Just a very quick summary. Uh, you guys went, you supported all of Lucas's picks. You supported all of Jason's picks. Alex, you only supported one of three picks, and the one success was Saquon Barkley with the torn ACL. Yes. <laughs> supported two of my three. Supported one of Kelly's three. Supported one of Matt's three. Uh the uh, Carly and Bob, you both liked all three of their picks. Derek, two out of three, and Cam, all three. 
So, yeah, only most teams, the majority of their players were appreciated. All right, so we're going to also have a quicker pace for 10 for 10 just because we've got a limit here as far as how much this thing will hold. And I think we've talked a lot about everybody's team. So, all right, to give a run through last week, let me pull that up. Last week, one, Carly, two, Bobby, three, you, Cameron, four, Lucas, five, me, Jason, six, Matthew, seven, Derek, you're in the eight spot, Alex, nine, and Kelly, the inverse of where she's finished the last two years. All right. Talk to me, guys. Who's 10? Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Can I make it kind of cool? Yep. All right. Give me a ball for park, Alex. What are we at time-wise? Yeah, I, I could do like 20 minutes with this. Okay. All right. Um, Kelly's 10. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, we're going to just go one person. going to go uh, Cam. I'm going to ask you, best case scenario for Kelly. She finishes... I think she wins maybe one more game. So you don't think she's even in the playoffs? No. She's done. I think she's done. So you, if you're Kelly, you're officially looking to make a trade for McCaffrey on Tuesday because you got to have a keeper for next year, and it's not on your roster right now unless you're keeping Michael Thomas. Yep. All right. Nine. Matt. Mm. Alex. <gasps> Sorry, nice. buddy. I'm five and five now. I'm gonna say Matt. Y'all missed. Yeah, it's not me. Um, Jason. Me. Derek. Was eight falls a spot to nine. Derek, kind of give me the uh, down and dirty. How are you feeling about this team as we hit the home stretch? Well. Uh, we got to pull it all together right now. I think there is uh, there's still some untapped potential with with some players here. Um, but I think like I was saying earlier, I think these next two weeks are are winnable matchups. Um, I think I'm playing Kelly this week. Um, so I need uh, DK Metcalf to do a little better than getting like 20 yards receiving. Uh, I need him to return to form. I can't afford another week of that. I, I'm coming off 90 points, so I'm gonna think, you know, like your team, Steve, where you had a rough game last week. You're gonna you and you bounce back. I hope uh, I don't know if I can score quite as many points as you did, but uh, I think I can have a better showing. So uh, I hope Mixon can come back. Um, Giovanni's been a decent replacement, but. Um, and I, like you said, I need the cavalry coming back. So hopefully they will. I love this team. I think the nose is coming up. Um, yeah, it looks good. All right, eight. Matt. Yeah, Matt. Mm, Matt. Oh for three. Jason. Alex. Oh, I keep forgetting about Alex. I'm going to say Alex. Okay. What did you go with, Alex? I said Alex. Derek? Um, I'll say I'll say Lucas. Mm, Alex, it is. What? Alex, what's the, what's the down and dirty on your team? 
I'm five and five, and we have a lot of heart, and we're skilled out there, and everybody comes and supports each other. I got J. Dot Allen carrying the team. Deshaun Watson's going to carry my team this week. J. Dot Allen's on by. Todd Gurley is one of the best running back in the league because he keeps finding the end zone. I like my team. Well, okay. I think they have some wet potential. Cameron, best case scenario for Alex if the stars align. I think he can make the playoffs. Championship. So basically, maybe a final four run. That's the top. That's kind of what you see. Sorry, buddy. I think you're losing in the first round. To you? No. But I think you're <laughs> losing in the first round. Thanks, man. Derek, if you have Alex's team one through ten, how hard are you trying to make a, sh- a trade for Deshaun Watson going into week before the trade deadline? You got uh, I mean, week. Seems like he's already been trying pretty hard, but. Uh... I, I, I would give it another a, a good effort, so a 1 to 10, 7.5. Am I the only one you don't offer to trade Deshaun Watson for? <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he didn't to me either. Okay. Yeah, basically you too. So you've been chopping him? Yeah, I've been chopping him. Okay, I'm sorry, last question. Cam, you go the other way. Maybe you've got to make moves. You trade Allen and ride it out with Deshaun Watson? Never. Yeah, you're not Cam? And I love no. you. No. Okay. Just, no. Roger Stud. Okay. Seven. Ooh. Jason. Jason. Oh for three. No, no, sorry, somebody what? got it right. No, no, I Cam, you got it right. I said that. Yeah, sorry, Alex, you got it right. Yes. Matt was seven, stays seven. Um, Matt is scary to me. I think he's got arguably the best running back in the league, and you can win any game when you've got the best quarterback in the league, and if Ben, Roger, ben Roethlisberger can get it right, and he's got all those Steelers, and he's got Adam Thielen, and he's got Calvin Ridley, and he's got Kenny Galladay, I think Matt can make a run to the title. I, I realize a lot of things have to go right, but there are – that is a good team. He's got very high boom and bust potential. Yes. Mm-hmm. His yes. lows are low, but his highs are high. And Cook is an injury risk so that you don't need to minimize – you can't minimize that, but – Yep. He did this with no Kenny Galladay, no Calvin Ridley. So, all right. Six. Jay. Jason. Lucas. Jason was six, stays six. I don't have anything new to say about the team. It's not that I dislike it. They're just six. I think this is just kind of who they are. That was me last yeah. year. I know how he feels. Yeah. That was my team last year. It's just your middle of the road. I'm going to throw this out to the first one who answers the question. If this is your team and you don't want to just be sixth and you got to do something to try something, what are you doing? Or do you just trust that this is the team and just keep working the waiver wire? You offload Aaron Jones and try and get a package deal for a couple players. I say everybody this week just assaults Matt's trade inbox for Dalvin Cook. (laughs) I want him to have at least 15 trade offers in there after this weekend's game. How many have to be legit? All of them. I want him to just be like... There's only 10 teams in the league. Just panicking about which one he wants. 
I know. I want you know, like Steve wants to throw in multiple ones. See which ones you like, you know. Okay, so you've got to give up your best player to try to get multiple pieces. Okay, because he's, he's got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will do well. Um, Terry McLaurin's actually been doing really well the past couple weeks. Um, I think if he can get a second wide receiver and a decent enough running back that gives him a little bit more points to spread around the board and diversify his, his roster a little bit. I think he's good. Okay. Five. Lucas. Steve. Lucas. Uh, was five stays five. Um, I think I'm in the purgatory category with Jason though. I do feel a little better that Zeke is coming back with a better quarterback and Chubb is back on the field. So, and Tom Brady, who we, that Tampa Bay offense is just a matter of my receivers have got to get some touchdowns. So mm-hmm. we won't stay here long, but this was why I was surprised you guys vetoed the McCaffrey trade. I felt like I'm in a sort of purgatory and I had to go for broke, but I'm going to listen to you guys that there may be one waiver wire move and we can do some things here. Four. Lucas. Yeah. You can listen to the first half of the the season. You know that I, nobody's been a bigger fan of Lucas's team than mine. But no, I think I, as much as I talk about a lot of teams pulling the nose up on this thing, like you and Matt specifically, Derek, I think this thing's going the other way for Lucas. Yeah, I think the running back situation really hurt. Yeah, that is a lot. And uh, Alan Robinson, Cam, you brought it up. My word. Love the talent, hate the quarterbacks around him. If this guy got with a good quarterback. Yeah. Three. Me. Cameron. Yeah, Cam. Cam, are you a championship team? You got enough? I think I've I think I have enough. It's just I can't have another week like I did this week. Um you've touched on it previous podcasts. My wide receivers are volatile. Um, now I didn't have Hill this week. He was on by, um, but again, I think I was in the same boat as you. I didn't get touchdowns this week. Um, outside of Jacobs who got a couple. And of course, you know, Hebert Herbert doesn't throw anything less than three touchdowns a game. Um, and no one else scored. So even with Herbert, I didn't get a lot of yardage. So he hit a pedestrian week. So. I think this is where if Dak Prescott was still on your team, I think you are on the level with the two teams in front of you. And yeah. look, I can't argue with Herbert's stats, but of the three, you and the other two teams, who's the quarterback I'm most likely to think can put up 170 yards, no touchdowns and two picks in a week. And it's Herbert. Yeah. So that's, that's just the wild card that I think keeps you a half step behind right now. Yep. But you are three. And I think on any given week you can compete. Yeah, I've already beat Bobby once. Yep. And this, these next couple of weeks are going to be a big test. It's basically playoff start now for me, just to see what kind of gauntlet I have to run. Yeah. So. And those Oregon Duck quarterbacks will never let you down, with, with, <laughs> with the exception with the exception of about seven or eight guys I could name. Uh, <laughs> but they got a lot of heart. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They also it's play out. the piano. They also play the piano really well. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Pocket Joey's. Pocket Joey's. I was in a, a political science class with Joey Harrington at the University of Oregon, 
And in the uh, discussion class. Was he just super handsome? Yeah, pretty handsome and uh, pretty sharp. He knew his uh, he knew his politics. He probably could have had another career as a politician. He's a smart guy, very eloquent. He just he had the bad luck of being on the Lions. That is a great point. It was either him or Quentin Jammer. Yeah, well, that went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Two. We did. Oh, sorry. Oh, go no, no, go ahead. I'm always. Oh, I just get to say a quick uh, Harrington story. So when Harrington was, I think it was a sophomore year, he was the backup quarterback to AJ Feely, who was a, I think, a career-long backup QB in the NFL. But uh, the game, it was a Halloween night because I remember it well. We were playing Arizona State at home, and there was already some rumblings about needing to get Harrington in there to be the starter because there was a pretty close battle with them. So. That was the game where we were down, I think, two scores, and Harrington led two drives to win the game. And that was the beginning of, of Captain Comeback, as we called him at Oregon. So uh, at least I, I was there in the stadium for that, uh, witnessing that. <laughs> God, I wish I could go back and watch those old games. Like, you watch old TV shows to make your heart happy, like, remember, like, The Office. and You, you know, can. And- A lot of them are on YouTube. You can. I have to go do that. Like, the full games? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Two. Bobby. Bobby. This uh, thurs- this is going to be a lot of fun. So Carly plays Bobby this weekend. On top of that, the Thursday night game is Seattle-Arizona. So the top two teams are going to have Ooh. their quarterbacks going Thursday night. Man. I think that's – this might – this could be the most interactive I think our chat thread has ever been, mostly because I'll be watching and entertained because I've only got Buda Baker in the uh, fight. So – that game's going to be whoever holds the ball last is the team that wins the game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be a high-scoring game. Maybe some overtime again? That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Any concerns yeah. that Metcalf is going to get chopped down? Because cover corners have had their have done well against him. AJ or Peterson did, and then uh, Jalen Ramsey did. Yeah, with with Ramsey, I, I actually blamed. Uh, I mean, Wilson's had a great season, but I really didn't think they were looking for him enough. Um, so I, I think they need to not be scared away from it because Metcalf is just so big and strong. So yeah, uh, I'm not putting all the blame on him or the credit to the corners. Um, but yeah, they're putting their top guys on him, so that that's something to consider. You have to pick today, Metcalf, your keeper next year. Uh, yeah, I would. I've, I had thought about that. Yes, I would say yes right now. Okay. One. Carly. Cam. Carly loses in the playoffs because. Oh man. Um. Her team just doesn't have a good week. I mean, that's the only reason she's had her two losses. Or How many losses does she have? I'm sorry. Two. She yeah. lost to yeah. Jay in week one, so she's off everybody's radar, and I think you clipped her the other time. I haven't or am played I wrong her about that? I haven't played her yet. Oh, that's right. Who's got another win? Was it Matt? I'm going to talk while one of you looks. Um, I'll look. Yeah, I think that... You know, she's been number one since week three. Um, it was Matt. Okay, wow. So, I th- Alex, I think of your team. There was the mythical team. Um, Derek, this is before your time, but my brother, 
he was the first one in our league on the Tom Brady bandwagon when I in particular mocked the crap out of that. I was wrong. I own it. So he had them both during the Moss to Brady era at their peak year. Yeah. He goes and 11. Adrian Peterson. Yes, and Adrian Peterson goes 11 and a two, but loses in the second round of the playoffs. So yeah, you can just it just takes one week to trip. Yep. Or play a hot team, but I think that's what's gonna have to be. Yeah, I think she's gonna have to run into a team like she did in week one against Jason, where it's just she puts up a lot of points, they just put up more. So I would say that she loses because the fantasy god should not allow someone who drafts two quarterbacks so early uh, to prevail in the end. That's <laughs> that is real. But I'm again, I'm still she... bitter about the coin toss. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say she loses because she goes up against me. You're going down, Carly, in the playoffs. Me be you. I'm gonna start three <laughs> Dolphins players, and you're not gonna be worried. And I'm gonna come out on top. That's what you guys should be saying. <laughs> but we're we're realists, Alex. No. Uh, okay, yeah, then you shouldn't. So this is a – I think this would have been a little bit of a stretch, Derek, because I love him and I thought this was about the spot he could have gone. But Carly could have taken DK Metcalf instead of Matt Ryan, and I think we would just have to forfeit the season at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'd be ready to forfeit. I wouldn't. Because she's going to lose to me in the championship. Oh, you see, there you go, Cam. That's the attitude. Yeah, but see, I'm the number three team overall, so I can say that. (laughs) I'm in fifth place now in the rankings. In the real rankings, not Steven's wizardry rankings. All right, well, um, you would make the playoffs based on ESPN's record. However, conversely, I would have. It was. Trying to, there's one team that I have in the playoffs that ESPN doesn't. Trying to remember who it is. Jay. Lloyd So according to my list, oh no, yeah, you'd be out, but who'd be in? Oh Jay, no. It'd be, Jay. it'd be Carly, Bobby, me, Steve, Lucas, and Alex. Uh, by ESPN. Never, Oh, really? And then so you would have you'd you'd have probably Jason if you're the if that's the discrepancy. Yes, that's right. So what so who do you guys think should be in the playoffs more? Jason or Alex? Alex. Okay. Alex. Honestly Alex at this point. Okay. Yes. I think Alex is coming on is coming on. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna get to it. I know we're we're on the clock. So all right. So far, I won't give um, percentages, but basically, Cam, you've had the best season so far predicting, followed by ESPN, followed by me, followed by Jackson, then Alex, then Lucas, Derek, you only were on once, but you were two and three, so 400 is the bottom number right now. All right, so we're going to start. The matchup of the week, one Carly, two Bobby. Alex, who do you have? Carly. I'm going to go with Bobby because that would mess up any chance I have at the division. Jackson has taken Carly. I'll have to get this from Lucas later. Cam. I'm going to go out on a limb and go with you. I'm going to say Bobby. Same reason, because it'll screw us up? No, I just have a feeling. 
I do think Russell Wilson's going to look to get some vengeance after his loss. Yeah. All right, next. Cam, you're three. Alex, you're eight. Oh, did, I, did I weigh on that one? No, oh, no. you did not. Bobby. I'm so sorry. What's that? Bobby. All right, I'm going to change my mind. Alex, you don't get to go first. Three, Cam versus eight, Alex. I'm going to go first. I love you, brother, but I am going to go with Cameron. Jack is going with Alex, and he does send his apologies. He literally said sorry. Cam? Cam, who do you have? I'm taking me, and Jackson doesn't get any sort of Christmas presents. Oh, poor Jackson. <laughs> Derek? Sorry, Alex. I do think the, the win streak comes to an end, and uh, I go with Cam. For Lucas versus six, Jason. I think Jason's uh, – I think Lucas is just kind of losing a little bit of steam right now, so I'm going to go with Jason. Also, I pick me. To win the game. Oh, jeez, Alex, I'm sorry. I just, I'm on the clock. I'm, no, that's know. okay. I just picked me to win the game. All right, so I'm going to get Uncle <laughs> Alex in there. Sorry, so I picked Jason. And Jackson has picked Lucas. Cameron. Oh, man. I'm going to go Jason. Derek. I'm going to take Lucas. That's a hard, that's a hard matchup. Agreed. Alex. I'm going to take Lucas. Five, Steven versus seven, Matt. Jackson has gone with me, and yes, because I buy the Christmas presents. Cameron, who do you have? I think Matt's going to continue his his win streak and beat you. Okay. Derek. Um, I will say I'll go with you, Steve, in this one. Thank you. I'm going to say Matt. Uh, I am. a uh, Derek, what you talked about earlier with kind of the rebound weeks, I call that up-down theory. I'm a big su- subscriber to it as well, and I think Matt's going to come back to earth a little bit, and I think he's just going to – I don't – yeah, I think he's just uh, too Steeler-reliant, and I don't think they're going to do what they did against Cincinnati, so I will take me. All right, then our last matchup, Derek, you versus Kelly. Derek, who do you have? Oh, this is a must win. Uh, so I'm going in with full confidence, and I say me. Okay. Alex. I believe in anyone with that much confidence. I'm going to say Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, McCaffrey's not playing, and Jameis to Michael Thomas doesn't feel like it's taken off. So I am also going to go with Derek. I think we, the rally begins. Jackson has selected. I hope he doesn't break your heart here. Oh. He's a good kid, Derek. We'll just leave it at that. Cameron, who do you have? It's been so I'm nice taking, to be in the past. I'm taking Derek. All right, Derek, you got most of the votes. All take- right. Very quick recommendation of the week. Cameron. So um, I recently did a family sleepover in our basement. You can see the movie theater screen behind me. And um, we decided to settle on a movie called The Mighty Ducks. And I showed my children The Mighty Ducks for the first time, and they loved it. Goldberg. Derek, what you got? Quack, quack. Uh, My wife and I have been watching a show on Netflix called The Queen's Gambit. It's a movie about a young girl who is an orphan who also happens to be a chess prodigy. uh, And uh, she's able to map out games in her head and become like kind of the uh, uh, version of Bobby Fischer uh, playing 20 games at one time. And 
there's some some dark elements to her story, but it's uh, it's really good. And uh, I am a chess is the actual only hobby I have, unlike golf and fantasy football, that isn't stressful. So uh, and you don't just have to be a chess fan. But uh, Queen's Gambit is my recommendation. I've heard good things about it. My wife is also watching it. So maybe it's maybe it's the mental health in all of us. Yeah. Um, Cam, I'm going to open myself up and you can just feel free to just because you're going to hate this recommendation. Um, I went down a wormhole off of one song that I was really enjoying. And I remembered how much I liked the musical group Bowling for Soup. Oh, Big Lord. fan. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 1985, way before Nirvana and YouTube. There was still music on MTV. Nice pick. Thank you. Have you ever heard of Bowling for Soup? Of course I have. Really? Yeah. Nice. You, you were just quoting one of their songs. Yeah, and they do this theme to Phineas and Ferb. That's a thing. Oh, yeah, Phineas and Ferb. Megan loves Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, there you go. She falls asleep to it. What was my recommendation? Yep. I've been watching The Great British Bake Off. Show's lit. It's a lovely sponge, Alex. It's a lovely sponge. Exactly. I've been learning a lot about baking that I'll never use. But it's a joy, and it's so positive in these negative times. What is I'm sorry, just, I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, can you explain to me the appeal of a bake show? Um, I every other bake show is usually competitive and everyone hates each other and just try to make it as fun as possible. But this show is literally twelve people in England that just love baking and they help each other and it's just super mm-hmm. positive. It's, and they make some really cool like, stuff on it. Yeah, they also do make really cool stuff, and some of them are kind of entertaining. So now just, you get to. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just it's just a really positive show. Alex was ready for that question. <laughs> and now you get to watch the holiday specials, too. Oh, Megan just turned those on the other day, yeah. Oh, they're so good. The The Great British Bake Off holiday specials are good. Yep. And Jackson recommends My Little Ponies. Until then, say goodnight, Grace. Another war novel? I don't know who that is. 